Welcome to the Kiwi Music Podcast, proudly presented by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. I'm Marty Duda, and today I talk to Joel Shadbolt and Maharo Gregory of LAB as the new album Four has just been released. It's a big day for the band who have had a big year, including two number one singles and plenty of sold out shows. Joel and Maharo talk about how they have built their audience over the past four or five years and what they can look forward to in 2021. This is Joel from LAB. I'm Mihiro from LAB. Thanks for having us, Marty. I mean, 2020 has been a weird year, but it's been a pretty good one for you guys. So uh, we should probably just talk about that. In you know, you're kind of bookending the the year with with this release, and you've had a couple number one hits. Uh, uh, how do you look at the year? <laughs> yeah, it's been we've been really blessed, or and um, it's been an awesome year. <clears throat> uh, we've got an awesome team backing us and managed to strategically plan out uh, significant events, I guess. Yeah, we've got, we had a massive show halfway through the year at Spark Arena, which wouldn't have happened without COVID, you know. Also, in conjunction with the, the band taking off within the year and the last album and stuff like that, it was just a, a perfect storm, if you know what I mean. COVID's yeah. kind of acted as a, a bit of a dam and the river's been building up. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's a good go. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and, and so the so the album, which is called Four, I believe, um, was that recorded during lockdown, or what were the circumstances uh, of of how you guys put it together? We started planning in lockdown. Had the uh, the Zoom meetings like this, um, yep. all kind of start ideas and concepts. But <clears throat> as soon as we could, we got down to Wellington the surgery studio record oh, yeah. and um yeah we kind of get in there for a week at a time like a week in week off and uh try and write in the studio as much as we can capturing the the creation of the song so it's been um it's worked for us so far right 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 yeah we got most of the album done over over winter we had that that's first two months uh you know uh, uh february well, March, April, sorry, we were meant to start recording, but yeah, we, we had to hold off to and Yeah, we managed to get the bulk of it done eh, over those three months. Right. Yeah. And so so recording at the surgery, what were the sessions like? Who was kind of, was there somebody in charge kind of overseeing everything? Or was it a more collaborative effort? How do you guys work when you get in there? Yeah, we've been going to Wellington for the past five years, uh, recording at the same studio and, um, the process is obviously more refined, you know, every time we record a new album, but um, the, the way that we record and the people that are in charge, it hasn't changed. Lee's our engineer, <clears throat> Lee Preble, uh, Brad Corder, who's our drummer, is our, our main producer and songwriter. Um, right. And then <clears throat> that combined with uh, Ada, our bass player, who also co-produces and engineers. Because uh, we essentially we're in the studio 24/7 for a whole week, you know, we we just stay in there for five days straight. Um, so Lee will produce from like, uh, sorry, engineer from like nine to five, and then Ada will take over for the night shift kind of thing, and we'll record right through the night. Um, and yeah, it's very collaborative when it comes to putting the song down. On uh, you know, we all get in a room, jump on the instruments, throw ideas around, really try and capture a moment, you know, instead of up heaps of stuff we try and the guts of each song is, is at least three or four members in the room playing together um, right and and writing 
together and because when you do it that way you really get the arrangement you can feel where the song needs to go as an arrangement as you're playing it um it's much more of an organic process um you know you're you're capturing the song from the song being nothing to writing it to forming it into something all within a two-day period so you never get stuck on demo-itis kind of thing yeah 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 which is a thing yeah now the album starts with a, a track called my brother which is kind of chilled and funky but it's also got these strings all over it are they i have to ask are they real strings because these days you can never tell <laughs> but uh yeah yeah they're real strings eh? Yeah, real strings. We got the the black quartet, and yeah, um, the, um, they're from up here in Auckland, and uh, we set the tracks up to him, and and he arranged uh, three tracks for us: uh, my brother, operator, and um, yes, I do, yes, I do. Uh, which yeah, which is really cool. We had strings on the last album on one track, and uh, we just love that texture and that sound. It just gives you know the songs a bit of a sonicness, you know. Um, so yeah, it's cool to use, and we've actually used them live before as well, which has been really oh, fun. Great. We plan on doing for a couple of, of our big shows. Summer, we're going to bring in the strings and stuff like that. Yeah, because I I can imagine since you've had so many big shows this past year, now you got a new album out. Summer's here. People are going to want to see you. You're going to have to do something. Thinking uh, everybody's seen me six months ago, you have to do something different, right? That's right. Yeah, and, and it's so nice to have new content, uh, new you know, new music to play for the people as well. You know, it's, it's um, this new album. I mean, this morning it's just gone absolutely berserk. It's, it's exciting. You know, in a week's time, it'll be exciting to see what songs people are gravitating towards, mm. um, and that'll help us shape the set for summer. You know, right, right. One of the songs I wanted to touch on was "Yes, I Do," which has has a very kind of a Stevie Wonder vibe to it. I was wondering if that was in the back of your guys' heads when you were putting it together. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's um, uh, we, you know, bands like Chicago and Earth, Wind & Fire and Stevie Wonder, that whole kind of era, we love that sound, you know. Uh-huh. Strings and the horns. Um, so it's definitely a tip of the hat to that style for sure. And uh, there's, was there a sax in there somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Tenor, tenor sax, I think, at the end of that one, um, Louisa Williamson from Wellington. I think right. that's the first time we've had real horns on a song, right? Yeah, we had, we had some horns on, on the second album for one song, but very subtle kind of thing. But this is the first time, yeah, having like a sax solo at the end of a song. And, right. You know, it's got a big jam vibe to it. We've recorded a Radio New Zealand version of that song. Hey, that's yeah, cool. yeah. We filmed a video that'll come out. and um, Oh, good. It is just a big jam, yeah. Extended the solo and yeah, just jamming hard. It's fun. It's that that chord progression is used a lot, and there's so many songs that have used that chord progression. But it's such a fun thing to play, you know. Yep. It's like playing a blues or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And then the album closes out with a song called "Natural," and you've got an acoustic version, and then like a full band vocal version. There's instrumental and, and vocal. So, wh why on that particular song did you choose to do present it like that? Um, we kind of came up with the idea of the acoustic version, and Mihoto came in with the, the keys. He, he had the idea that da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, and brought it, brought it to the boys, and we kind of just jammed it in the in the room, which is pretty much the acoustic version. We, we just that was like I don't know, straight off the bat, that's what we were doing. We thought it'd be cool to have an instrumental song, yeah, but um, 
listen back to it, we're like, oh, there's definitely a song in there we can pull out. So Yeah, we boys sat down and wrote some lyrics and then we did a full band version with the drums and the bass and electric guitar instead of acoustic. And um, yeah, it's I love listening to those two and together, you know, you listen to the acoustic version first and then you listen to that the band version with the vocals. It's um Plus, it gives all our listeners, it's exactly the same arrangement on both tracks, so it gives our listeners a chance to have a go at karaoke and sing it. Exactly, <laughs> sing there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. And your, your single, the most recent one, Y.O.Y., went to number one, debuted at number one. Um, mm. And that's like your second number one this year, which I think is some kind of record for New Zealand bands. So how does that, do you think about things like that? Does it have any kind of effect on you guys? Yeah, it's crazy. We've been, especially this morning, we've kind of just been like, so many people listening to the album and stuff like that. You hear of records being broken mm-hmm. or made and you kind of, it's all just happening at once. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah since Wire came out, we had the Music Awards about three or four weeks ago. And right. People's close, it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's speaking volumes and, uh, yeah, we're just so pretty overwhelmed to be quite honest, and and, um, and of New Zealand music overall, you know, not just for LAB but for everybody in the at this moment in the world where you know there's no concerts overseas and we're the only ones celebrating live yeah. music in the in the world you know, on the scale. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible, man. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, it wasn't that long ago. I think you guys were playing around the corner here at the power station. You were like third on the bill or something, you know. <laughs> and, uh, That's right, and, yeah. and now you're, you know, you've got two number ones. You got this album coming out, the fourth one. Um, are you surprised or uh, how do you, uh, how are you connecting with this audience? What, what do you think about, is it about your music that connects? Um, I think you know, from day one, we've been, we've involved our audience in the in the process of the songwriting. We showed them warts and all. We show them, you know, videos of where we sleep and stay in the studio, how we write our songs. Yeah. Built an audience from you know way back in 2015 to the to today. We've we've done the same thing. We've made sure that the the crowd has been involved in the journey, and it, it's given the fan base, like a, a piece of ownership of, of the art, if that right. makes sense. It's like they feel like they're part of that. Like, yeah, man, I love this. You know, I heard this when they were recording it. And I remember when Joel was doing the vocal takes and me, was doing the keys. It's like, right. cause we show, stuff. um, you know, it's not a secret. There's no secrets in LAB. It's all out on the, on the floor. And, and I think the, the listeners, you know, we're in a world where <clears throat> everything is polished and it is, it is, you know, so flash and fancy we kind of don't want to do that we want to show the people what it's really like and how hard it is and and right. you know the the vocal takes sound like and the right you know like <laughs> yeah songwriting process it's, it's yeah yeah anybody who spent any time in a recording studio watching a band work realizes how tedious it can get very quickly so <laughs> all the glamour away you know, from you can it. Hear it. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, and I, I read somewhere where you guys kind of describe your organization as kind of a well-oiled machine, and which sounds great, but it also sounds like there's a, the, the fear of possibly just coasting on that well-oiled machine. Do you have 
to do anything to push yourselves out of your kind of comfort zone to do something different? I think with the people involved, um, it, it's it, it's almost impossible to coast. I think eh? right. Brad, yeah, definitely. There's no sense of contentment. Uh, eh? Straight straight on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't sat still for five years, and um, <laughs> you don't plan on sitting still for the next five years. It's, it's yeah. There's always something, and even on the creative side, <clears throat> we're we're trying different things. You know. It's, we're always setting challenges, you know, as a vocalist, uh, singing different styles of Brad's you know, influence as a producer, just learning, always learning off him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're always on our toes. He always keeps everybody on their feet. You know, Brad's one of these guys that, you know, shoots for the moon and lands on the stars. And he, he's the incredible uh, foresight. He can see so far ahead. Mm. Um, and he's got such massive ambition that we just a bliss to have somebody like him trying to catch up. Yeah. Just, he just drives the train, man. And we we, we follow. Very cool. So speaking of following, what's, what's following for you guys, you got the record out today. It's like two weeks from the end of the year or even less, I think. Um, what are you looking forward to next year? We've got another massive headline show at Mount Smart in the end of March. Right. Um, to the summer. So yeah, it's pretty much just touring eh, for the next yeah. three months. Cool. Playing some new songs. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what the album does, you know, like, and, and just seeing what people gravitate towards. That'll, that'll be a big one for us to know what to put in the set, you know? Right, right, right. And how do they usually get that information to you? Can you, do they, do you have an ongoing kind of communication somehow? Facebook? Oh, uh, we, can, we can see the stats on, um, on the oh, songs yeah. literally right. on the minute. Like, I can tell you right now how many people are listening to LAB. It's quite. <laughs> uh, there is currently. <clears throat> wait for it. Wait for it. Four thousand eight people listening <laughs> on Spotify. Nice. You know, and and in a week's time, I'll be able to go through this, and it'll tell me exactly where each song's been played, how many streams it's had in each country. It's crazy, right. and this you know, it's a breakdown of everything. <clears throat> and that's just Spotify alone. You know, you've got YouTube, you've got iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, if only Spotify would pay you a a decent sum for all of that. Hey, that's right. That's right. Imagine a dollar for every stream. Well, you never know. (laughs) Somebody will bound to come up with something that's a little bit better, and everybody will glom onto it, hopefully. I saw a thing. Jimmy Page was trying to have a go. Uh, Did did you see that article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort it out. Sort it out. Very good. Well, thank you guys for talking to me, especially on this big day, you know taking the time out to spend with me. So good luck with the record. And we'll see you somewhere on some big festival stage in the next couple of months, I'm sure. So have fun. Thank Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Kiwi Music Podcast, proudly presented by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. If you haven't already, be sure not to miss an episode by subscribing free with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.